welcome to Desi Sportscast and the Brasan Show, because that's all we're going to call it from now on. Um, there's no other name I can think of for this show because of the impact it's having and the popularity that it's gaining. And it's a warm welcome to the main man. How are you, Prasan, today? Thanks for having me on again, Bharat. I'm doing really well. Um, considering where the world is at and uh, considering how the cases are going up, I think uh, we're rather blessed to be in a position where we're able to at least talk and um, enjoy the world of sports. So, touch wood, it's all going well. How are you doing back then? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yes, um, I was lucky enough to get uh, a vaccine last week. So, hopefully, I'm at the first uh, shot anyway. So, hopefully, um, uh, I'm a little bit more safer. But th thankfully, the whole country, uh, half of it, or pretty much over half now, has been vaccinated. So, that's a good sign. So, things are moving in the right direction. But like everyone says, until the whole world is safe, nobody is safe. So we're hoping yeah. things change. I know things are going the wrong way at the moment back home, but we pray for everybody that uh, it turns around very quickly and the vaccinations kick in. But like you say, um, one of the things that's keeping us going uh, through this incredible past year has been sports and no more than now in terms of what's happening in the world of cricket. And when we spoke last week um, for new listeners, I was, you know, saying, uh, you know, I was questioning whether it was down to the uh, the toss was, you know, the results were coming on the back of whoever wins the toss. And Prasant, as usual, was accurate in his uh, statement that no, it's nothing to do with the toss. It's the way the players were playing and it's, it's the, the, the batting. And again, and I, I don't know how many times I've said this, but he was proved right again. Um you, you called it. It was nothing to do with the winning uh, the toss. Uh, it was actually the, the way the Indian players were playing. And what a turnaround after our last conversation. Absolutely. I think um, <clears throat> cricket sort of come to a stage wherein the toss certainly does play a role if the pitch is fitting demons. You know, I mean, um, especially in test cricket, we see how much the toss makes an impact, uh, even in conditions where the ball turns a lot. But the T20 format is such that you just have 20 overs to express yourself. And... Uh, Teams always have a backup plan in case they lose the toss. And I think any good team has uh, very good players. The, the 11 who come onto the field are obviously top class. And that's why they make the playing 11. So, teams always have a backup plan. And uh, that's what we saw in the final T20. You know, the way Virat Kohli uh, chose to open the batting along with Rohit Sharma. That was a fantastic move, I thought. Um, two of India's best uh, had to face the most number of deliveries in that T20. So, um, I think it was great to see the way, um, you know, Virat Kohli opened and approached his innings, you know, for him to construct that 80-run knock. I think it was a fantastic effort and uh, along with Rohit Sharma, the two of them really um, put England under pressure early on and uh, that really helped Suri Kumar, Yadav and then Hardik Pandya come and play their shots freely. And we also saw the the bowlers, you know, the Indian bowlers stuck to their line and length. It was just a point in time where it seemed like Butler and Malan were taking the game away. Mm. But a couple of wickets were what was needed. And once that came about, I think uh, that brought about a rather easy victory. So, in some sense, I think uh, toss certainly didn't play a role because of the fact that teams are always ready to um, bat first or bowl first, depending on how the coin does goes. Well, I think that, that was the comment afterwards uh, here, certainly regarding the England team, that um, they needed to see if they could win uh, batting first. And they weren't really tested on that. And it's something that they need to get their heads around. But India certainly did that by winning these back-to-back -back games, uh, batting first and putting on the pressure. Uh, because, you know, the first uh, three games did go according to the toss, but you called it as usual correctly. 
Um, but the question is, what is it with this Indian young talent that's coming through that they can make their debuts? And, and it feels like they've been in the team for a couple of years. I mean, Surya Kumar, Ishan, they, they've got, you know, really cool, um, ice cool blood running through their veins where they, they're not phased at all. I think that's what the IPL does, doesn't it? Um, we've seen all of these uh, youngsters who are coming in are all byproducts of the IPL. Uh, if you're talking about six to seven years back, obviously the IPL wasn't that famous as it is right now. And a lot of the players were still making the team based on domestic performances. But now, especially in the T20 format, we're seeing that um, the players are taking opportunities with both hands. Ishan Kishan and Surya both had a fantastic IPL 2020 season. And uh, coming into the Indian team, they did have a whole lot of confidence. And obviously, you know, it was not expected that um, Surikumar Yadav will hook Jofra Archer into the stands, but that's the type of player that he is. We saw even in the IPL, he was knocked down by a bouncer. The next ball, he ramped uh, Archer over uh, his own, over the keeper's head um, to final it for a six. So, I, I think in some sense, the IPL really molds these players into international level uh, players because uh, Ishan Kishan also made a mention of how the uh, playing all these pacers in the Mumbai Indians net certainly helped him model his game a lot better. And I think the IPL has a huge role to play in um, making these players what they are at the international level. They're not at all afraid of uh, what's to come because all these players have faced Joe Fracher, they've faced Mark Wood, they've faced uh, Chris Jordan in the IPL before. So, nothing's new to them. Uh, the conditions are also uh, in India's favour. So, no surprises that they're doing really well. And I think that's the biggest advantage of the IPL that the Indian team in specific gets all these players ready for the international level. So, a lot of the credit should certainly go to the IPL. And now, it's it, it, all the players that are coming through have to be really wary of getting even a slight niggle that gets them out of the team. Because you know the person that's replacing you is going to have, chances are he's going to have a, a brilliant innings and you're going to struggle to get back. Do you think Surya Kumar would have played if he was in for Asian slight injury? Um, I, I think the Indian team went into the series looking to experiment because uh, that was clear with the way Virat Kohli spoke even before the series started. He said that there will be quite a bit of experimentation that goes on considering that this is a World Cup year. And uh, now that we know, you know, India will be playing more T20Is. But at that time, it wasn't too clear if they'd play more. So, it was a case of looking to experiment in some sense and try to figure out the best 11. So, Surya would have certainly, I think, featured in a match or two, um, considering that uh, you know it was a lengthy series. So uh, he would have, but um, you know, luckily for him, I think um, Ishan Kishan, you know, had to make way because of that nickel, and he came in and he took the opportunity with both hands. And um, we saw that in yesterday's ODI also, Krunal Pandya on debut, uh, having to uh, overcome all those emotional barriers to sort of uh, make such a big impact with the bat. I think. It's fantastic for the Indian uh, cricket future that the IPL is really producing all these talents uh, season by season. Yeah, and we'll come to that um, uh, moment and the game yesterday uh, in a later part of the show. But just going back to the T20 and the turnaround, and you did say, you know, experimenting was uh, a part of it, even because it is a T20 World Cup. England weren't experimenting as much because they went with a straight lineup and played with their best pretty much their best team um, and in preparation for the T20 World Cup, which they, they have prioritised. But the other thing I found really um, good, and I don't know if it's experimenting, is the fluidity of the Indian team. The batting order is not set. They play, they're sending in players uh, according to what the situation is. And I think that's an incredible asset to have in the team, that the players can adapt that well. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, a testament of that is the way Shreya Sire really played in this innings. You know, I'm to be honest, I'm not too much of a fan of uh, having Shreya Sire bat lower than four in the batting order, but he had to five bat at five because of uh, the strength that the top order has. So, but still, whenever he came out to bat, we saw that he had that aggressive intent. Um, you know, he was really looking to score boundaries and not take his time. So I think in that sense, all these players have certainly learned that uh, you know the T20 format is so fast paced and. Like you rightly mentioned early on that, you know, they can't take the spot in the side for uh, guarantee. So, uh, we saw, you know, they even opted to bench uh, Yuzvendra Chahal, they benched KL Rahul. So, all of these things happen in T20 cricket and I think all these players know it really well. Um, I think the term embarrassment of riches has been overused in the last uh, month or so because of uh, the talent pool that's available uh, at the Indian team's um, you know, end. So, I think in some sense, all these players know that they have to take whatever opportunity comes their way. And uh, that's a great thing to have because, um, you know, when, you're, when your spot is under pressure, when your um, spot in the 11 is, is under pressure, then that most of the time brings the best out of you. So, um, I think it's great that uh, there's so much of talent at hand and uh, that can only bode well for the future of Indian cricket. Absolutely. And it's also the fact that a couple of players have come back um, after uh, long layoffs. And the main one I want to talk about is Boeshna. What a comeback he's had with the bowl. Uh, his bowling has been incredible. And, um, you know, you thought, you know, he'd be fighting for his place. Now he seems to be a certainty to start. Absolutely. Boeshna has been certainly fantastic with the ball, you know, early on and towards the death because he was obviously India's leading um, uh, best bowler, so to say, you know, uh, in the early parts of uh, his career. But now with injuries having hampered uh, his career and, you know, him having to sit out a majority of the series, uh, we're hearing names like Natarajan, Shardul Thakur, Deepak Chahar, uh, obviously Bumrah's there, Shami, Umesh Yadav. So, Bhumneshwar to come back and make such an impact, you know, with the ball, I think is fantastic because he is easily one of India's best white ball bowlers. There's absolutely no doubt about it. The way he... Uh, mixes up his pace, the way he can swing the ball both ways. I think he's a real talent. And um, if he's injury-free until the uh, World D20, I think he can, be a, he can be a great asset for Virat Kohli. So, good to see that he's in form. And uh, hopefully, he continues that form in the IPL, uh, you know, does well. Uh, probably not against RCB, but does well for Sunrisers <laughs> and uh, that performance up all through so that he can be geared up for the World Cup. Well, I know he was really missed last time in the IPL um, because of that early injury. But the other asset that's come back is it's really good to see Hardik bowling again. Absolutely. I mean, Hardik Pandya, given the fact that he's uh, one of India's premier all-rounders, it uh, makes uh, all the more sense that he makes the 11 in every single format. Unfortunately, he couldn't feature in the tests, but um, what he's done, you know, in, in a matter of uh, just a couple of years since his debut has been fantastic. I think uh, he's been a key, key player for India and uh, he proved his worth even in the, uh, the fifth T20, you know, that we played. Wherein he came and scored those very quick runs uh, to make sure India crossed that 200 run mark. So, for him to uh, be injury-free and to make sure that he can bowl all four overs in a T20 or bowl all 10 in ODI, I think is great signs for India. Unfortunately, uh, he couldn't bowl uh, yesterday, you know, uh, obviously that could have been due to various reasons. But if and when he's ready, you know, if he's fully ready, I think by the World T20, that could possibly be the case. Then he's going to be an X-factor for the Indian team for sure. And uh, all all-rounders obviously are 
uh, what their value in gold, uh, like they say in the T20 format. So he's going to be a very important player with both bat and ball. Hundred percent, absolutely, and what an incredible fielder he is as well. Uh, but the other thing I wanted to take your view on—I don't know if it's me—and uh, we raved uh, about uh, Rishabh and his batting and uh, how he's fought his way back into becoming the number one keeper in different formats. But do you think? I think his wicket keeping has also improved. Um, he looked really sharp behind the wickets. What, what do you think? Yeah, I think he's been great behind the stumps. Um, you know, the fact that he's trying to get under the skin of every single batsman, I think, is great to see <laughs> because that's the sort of fire and passion that you need to have on a cricket field. You know, um, I think early on also when uh, when we did speak about uh, just prior to the Australian series, we spoke about how. Um, IPL contracts are probably softening up players and, you know, that they're taking um, all these matches against other countries for granted. But Rishabh Pan certainly not doing that. You know, he's egging on the bowlers. Uh, he himself is taking a lot of inspiration from the fact that, um, you know, at such a young age, he's, he's achieved so much. So, it's great to see for uh, Indian cricket and for Rishabh Pant in particular, you know, because all the talk around him needing to fill MS Dhoni's boots, I think, have slightly simmered down right now because of what he's been able to do with the bat and, of course, with the gloves as well. Um, obviously, he's got a lot to learn, I think, in terms of uh, needing to move a little better. But uh, the way he was very athletic, especially in the series against Australia and even in the Test Series against England, um, on turning pitches, it's never easy to keep uh, to someone like Ashwin. So, But he did a fantastic job. Obviously, there will be a couple of mistakes because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, he's still human. So, But at this age, to have... Uh, to have produced the type of knocks that he has and to, to affect the type of dismissals that he's had, I think it's a phenomenal effort and uh, he's just going to get better from here on. No, but I think it's also a testament to the young man. You know, he could have, you know, just carried on playing IPL and uh, taken uh, the contract and what have you, but he's really pushed himself. I know we've talked about his batting, but I think uh, it's also been reflected in in him um, as a wicketkeeper as well. And um, like you said, there will be a couple of mistakes always, uh, you know, happening in, in the future. And, and same with his batting, there'll be the odd rash shot. But I think the, the way he's come back in all all aspects of his game has been uh, a testament to the young man. Um, and the other question I had for you, and I wanted your thoughts, because, you know, um, when Rohit and Virat came to open, and I thought, why are we not doing, you know, why has it taken us this long to get this uh, partnership. Obviously, Shikhar was there um, as a regular opener with Rohit, but have we sort of stumbled onto a new opening partnership or was it another experiment that India could use? I think what's interesting is that Kohli... Yeah, I mean, what's interesting is that Kohli mentioned in the post-match conference that, uh, you know, it's something that he's really comfortable with and uh, given the result that it produced... Um, he's looking to do that into the World E20 as well. But then Rohit, in that the same day, the press conference, he said uh, it's an experimentation process and, uh, you know, that they're probably going to see how it works. And then Kohli immediately echoed his sentiments uh, right before the uh, the ODI and he said, yeah, Rohit is right. It's all about experimentation. So, I think in some sense, Virat Kohli is very interested to continue that role. Obviously, he said uh, very clearly... And in no small words that uh, he will be opening in the IPL. So, uh, it's definitely a role that he relishes. Uh, you know, uh, lest we forget, the 2016 season which he had for RCB was fantastic. And the whole season, he opened the batting for RCB. So, uh, for him to score those uh, tons of runs, I think he's someone who takes his time slightly uh, early on. And then he can really switch gears immediately. So, 
it's certainly a welcome move but that just means that uh, someone like kl rahul might need to drop down to number 3 or even number 4 if um, you know kohli wants suryakumar to continue in that uh, position or maybe ishan kishan at number 4 is not too bad an option considering that uh, you know he has batted that that number for the mumbai indians so a lot of options there um, i'm certainly a fan of kohli and rohit opening but i just hope that doesn't mess up the batting order too much because uh, that's the last thing that we want heading into a world t20 it is the last thing but it's just um, you know the options we have it's just unbelievable but can the selectors win i mean they've got such an abundance of talent to pick uh, i know we've got three four months to go before the t20 uh, world cup but picking that 15 you wouldn't like to be in their shoes would you although i'm going to put you in their shoes in a minute but that's a tough tough uh, selection meeting that they're going to have absolutely i think there are far too many talents coming out of the ipl and we haven't even spoken about the likes of um, padikal or shaw you know players who have really uh, done well in the ipl and so that just means that for most of these players it's going to be very very hard to sort of cement their spot in the side um, even in the last world cup the uh, the 50 over world cup we saw that uh, the likes of dinesh karthik and kedar jadhav were there but they're not even in the discussion right now you know mm. they absolutely no talk about them at all and uh, all these new players coming in you know krunal pandya is going to make a case for a return to the t20 side uh, bumrah is obviously not there shami is not there so we're talking about a lot of lot of quality options that are not even there in the squad that uh, played against england so in some sense i think it's certainly going to be a very very tough task for the selectors and obviously the ipl is going to have a major say in um, you know how these players perform or are picked for the world, uh, t20 world cup squad because ultimately the tournament is happening in india and for these players to do well in india and uh, make a case for their uh, spot in the uh, world cup squad is going to be very important and uh, now i'm going to put you in that selection um have you know with when we prayed that everybody stays fit uh, we don't want any uh, like injuries any issues like that i know there's a lot of cricket and i'll come to that as well to you as well coming up this year um but uh, in terms of um your 11 i'm not going to go to the 15 we'll talk about that obviously later on in the year but who's your ideal 11 for uh, a t20 uh, first game in the world cup if everybody's fit and healthy and not getting married and having time off yeah i i think um, i think ishan kishan opening the batting is a very interesting prospect although it's been only two matches um you know he's someone who offers that firepower at the top of the order and we've seen uh, i'm i'm a big fan of shikhar dhawan don't get me wrong i think when he was selected for the odi 11 yesterday um, i was probably the the one celebrating because a lot of people wanted kl rahul there but shikhar dhawan is someone who really enjoys his batting and you can see that in the way he bats as well but um i think ishan kishan offers that firepower and that aggressive start that we've been wanting for a long time Uh, ever since sevag you know hung up his boots i don't think anyone's been able to inspire that sort of confidence um even if you consider the case of rohit sharma being there so if ishan kishan is there you know he'll pop, he'll produce, uh, he'll produce that five power at the top which will allow rohit sharma to ease into his innings and then virat kohli can come in or even suryakumar yadav can come in in that number 3 num- and uh, number 4 position so i think in the top four i've got uh, rohit ishan um, surya and uh, virat kohli and at number 5 i'm going to go with rishabh pant because i think uh, he's a great talent he's someone who should really be batting up the order um, you know also he gives you that left hand option uh, number 6 i'm going to go with hardik pandya obviously you know that all round power that uh, we spoke about earlier is something that he is going to really give 
Um, at number seven, I'm I'm really tempted to say Washington Sundar um, because Ooh. he's you know he's someone who's been very very economical, but at the same time you know Virat Kohli hasn't utilized Sundar too much in the power play. So that's going to be interesting to see how Virat Kohli utilizes Sundar because uh, he's someone who's bowled a lot in the power play. But uh, you know if if Kohli is not using Sundar, that just means that um, he's not going to play, and uh, that just brings in Ravindra Jadeja automatically because Jadeja's Obviously, the first choice spinner, um, you know, across all three formats, maybe not tests, but especially in the um, in the ODI and T20 setup. Uh, and I'm I'm probably going to go with um, I'm I'm going to go with Bumrah. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Natarajan, and uh, probably Shardul Thakur and uh, Yuzvendra Chahal as well. Wow, there's some big calls. I agree pretty much with. Um... Top seven. I went with Ravi, and uh, I, I understand about Washington as well. Um, I agree with uh, Bumrah, uh, but obviously with uh, Bowie having the series he's had, uh, I you know it's not easy call. We said you know it's going to be tough, um, and even getting into the fifteen, it's going to be very very tough. But that is a very strong lineup that you've selected, and um, one that really a lot of people can't argue with. Um, I know it's either or in some cases, like I said, with like. For example, Ravi or Washington, uh, but Bhuvi or Sardol, or yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how the selectors uh, come to that conclusion. Um, but it's something really to look forward to. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, and it was about the ODI series. I mean, beforehand, uh, you know, I really wanted us obviously to win the Test series. I wanted to see how we got in the. Um, T20 series because it's World Cup year. See how we match up with one of the uh, well, the England will be one of the favourites um, uh, going into the tournament, and we matched up really well um, in uh, challenging circumstances and in, in a way as well because you know we didn't have a couple of frontline players that would normally walk into the team, and we we're experimenting, like you said. So, but when it came to the ODIs, I thought you know let's rest some players. You know it's going to be a long season. Um, but yesterday when the match started, I thought, I want to win this. I was going to take it easy with the ODI series, thinking, you know, there's no pressure. There's no, no uh, 50 over World Cup coming up. But um, it just shows, my opinion was the, the bubble is going to, and England have taken a view on uh, all these players being constantly in a bubble. It's not going to be good for them coming to the latter part of the year. India have taken a different view on this. And... Um, They've gone with the full strength team pretty much uh, that's available. Um, what are your views on this, considering how much cricket is coming up, that they're in this bubble environment since what? Since the IPL started last year. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, but I mean, let's not forget that a lot of these players have also missed out from matches. You know, Rohit Sharma was not there for a while. Virat Kohli flew, flew back home. Uh, Kale Rahul, I, I think the only case, uh, you know, curious case in my opinion has been the case of Kale Rahul. Because if he was not going to make the playing 11, um, you know, during that Australian tour, they might as well have sent him home and uh, asked him to play the Vijay Hazare or play, um, you know, maybe some domestic matches to sort of bat himself back into form. Um, I think a lot of the blame of Kale Rahul's failures, especially in the T20I format, uh, has fallen on the Indian management only because, uh, you know, he's been in a room... Uh, I mean, he's obviously been match practice is any day different from what you do in the nets. It's always going to be a different challenge. So, I think they could have opted to sort of send KL Rahul home, ask him to play a couple of uh, you know domestic matches, maybe be with his family, um, 
something on those lines you know instead of having him sit on the benches throughout but uh case of rishabh pant i think it's been very easy uh, the reason why rishabh pant didn't play sri was probably to give him some rest he's been playing uh, non stop cricket since um, the ipl you know he played the australian series he played all the test matches he played the t20i so it was a matter of giving him some rest and that's why kl rahul kept wickets and the bowling attack also has been moved around a fair bit bumrah played in australia he's missing out here um you know shardul takur has been there from australia but you know he um obviously he he played um, a major chunk as well uh, shami isn't even in the picture natrajan missed out on the uh, on the series and uh, in the, in the test series and now he's back for the limited overs matches so i think uh, the only curious case in some sense has been kl rahul and uh, his case should have probably been handled a little better but uh, again the indian team management probably knows best and um, hopefully this doesn't affect his batting too much and looks like he's batted himself back into form in the first odi with that half century but do you think the uh, public environment will eventually catch up with indian players or you don't see that being an issue because it's certainly one of the issues that england have taken into account and that's why they've had this rotation policy i know i take on board fully about your uh, you know what the points you made about certain players um you know taking rest for various reasons and being not part of it virat bumra um jaleja obviously through injury and what have you uh, shomi's not been part of this series uh, so they're getting a rest that way but the majority well i don't know if it's the majority but do you think this will happen because they're moving into another bubble environment straight after the series i believe for the ipl then they'll be coming to england for the world test championship that'll be another bubble environment uh we don't know what the situation will be like for the test series against england uh and after that so do you think it will have an impact or england on not you know they're making too much of it and india going the right way in terms of how they're looking after their players and there's no need for real rotation of the big names yeah i think you know being being a level a cricketer i think all the cricketers definitely want to play um they don't want to miss out because of the fact that they're representing their nation so uh for all the players i think uh, you know like we discussed obviously there have been couple of periods of uh, uh time away from the game you know apart from like you mentioned uh, kl um, i mean like you mentioned ravindra jadeja has been away from, uh, because of injury rohit sharma was away virat was away rishabh pant you know has probably been one of the cricketers who's been throughout but he's at least played so in some sense i think that rest away from the game even being on the sidelines is fine um and i i think england have had too many options to pick from and that's why they sort of sent players here and there but uh, josh butler's departure after that uh, second test was perplexing for me because uh, you know he he probably should have stayed on for uh, for a majority i think that's what uh, morgan said about ben stokes because uh, when morgan was asked about ben stokes he said that uh, stokes is anyway going to be playing in the ipl so it wouldn't have made sense to send him back just for the duration of the odis and then get him back because that wouldn't have been too much time so i don't think the indian players have complained that at all um uh, instead the management has done a fantastic job even ravi shastri mentioned how uh, they keep the spirits of the players up and they consistently involve in some you know activities apart from what happens on the field so i think it's been great uh, the players enjoy each other's company and hopefully that continues on to the ipl as well Yeah, absolutely. And so far, I think it's also uh, shown that it's working so far in the success we've had. And England, obviously, those questions being asked now. Uh, you mentioned Josh, but same with Basco, same with Moin. Um, strange, couple of strange decisions uh, in hindsight. Uh, but maybe, um, you know, 
regardless of hindsight, um, I think they made the wrong decisions there. <clears throat> Moving on to the game yesterday, and even before the game started, that was a really emotional moment um, when Grunel got his debut cap. Um, totally understandable, uh, but you know, that was, um, you know, in, well, I was going to say, I've not seen that uh, for a while, but you totally understand it. But it really had an impact on all of everybody viewing um, uh, what it meant to him to get that cap. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, <clears throat> the Pandya brothers have been through a tough time. Uh, you know, we all know their story. It's very well documented. I think from a very young age, they've had to shift homes. They've had to struggle to get to practice and... Uh, to see that, you know, both of them, you know, they did make their D20 debuts, but for Krunal Pandey to finally make his ODI debut, which came after a very, very important season for Baroda in the Vijayasare, you know, uh, their father did expire um, during mm. the uh, during the tournament, domestic tournament, and uh, for him to sort of uh, put all that aside and, uh, you know, continue to put up good performances and then come and, you know, swing his bat for the hills, uh, you know, swing for the hills, you know, like they say, in the, in the ODI format, I think was fantastic because when he did come into bat, uh, there was only 10 overs left and, uh, you know, he, he knew that that was the occasion which he was waiting for. You could see that um, expression in his face, that burning desire, uh, you know, to excel. Um, and yeah, when, when he was presented his cap, obviously it could have been emotional because uh, it, it's a dream come true moment for any uh, youngster or, I mean, even any player from the domestic circuit to make uh, an international debut. And of course, with their father, um, unfortunately, having expired, uh, you know, before the moment happened, it was indeed uh, very emotional. But great to see the way he applied himself. Uh, one of my colleagues was even worried if he'd concuss himself the way he was hitting his head and uh, hitting the bat after every shot that he played. But uh, great to see that the fighting spirit that he has and that excel to desire. And um, I, I think Rinal Pandya is a great cricketer and uh, he's, a, he's a very, very good pick for India. 100% and um, yeah, his dad will be um, very, very proud of both brothers So, and they're doing the nation proud. <coughs> um, moving on to the game itself, a um, couple of players under pressure really came through. Obviously, uh, we'll talk about the debutants and you've talked a little bit about Grinnell's uh, debut, incredible debut batting-wise, but there were a couple of um, um, experienced players under pressure who came through, um, Shikhar and KL. Uh, Shikhar, back to his probably his best, his form, um, and maybe he's now transitioning from T20 to ODI. Um, I don't know, transitioning in the sense that he will be that ODI player uh, in the near future, uh, rather than a certainty in the T20. But good comebacks from both of those players. Yeah, I think Shikhar Dhawan was obviously on the sidelines right through the T20 series, despite being in the squad. And... Um, it certainly would have been tough on him because, you know, having, uh, you know, a player with so much experience, it's never easy to sit on the benches for an extended period of time and see a youngster take your spot and do well. You know, that was what was the underlining point for me that, uh, you know, Ishan Kishan, um, he impressed in his debut, but of course he did fail in his second match. But uh, Shikhar Dhawan would have known somewhere, you know, that um, his spot is probably at risk because... Obviously, Davan doesn't bat anywhere else in the batting lineup. And for Ishan Kishan to have uh, produced that knock at the top, I think was fantastic for the youngster. And uh, I, I was I was completely sure that uh, Shikhar Davan will come out all guns blazing, um, you know, in, in the first match because obviously he would have had that desire to excel. Uh, he did lose out on his spot in the T20 as this was a good opportunity that he got to open the batting with someone who he's very very comfortable with, 
Um, Rohit and Shikhar have been a very successful pair in the ODIs. And we all know that, um, you know, Shikhar Dhawan is a fighting character. He really enjoys his cricket. And uh, I'm a huge fan of Shikhar Dhawan's batting, you know, and the way he carries himself on and off the field. So, good to see that he got the runs. And of course, KL Rahul, you know, had to bat himself back into form. Uh, he did struggle initially, but, uh, you know, towards the later, later stages, um, he managed to find uh, uh, find the middle and, uh, you know, obviously, he continued from there on to make a half century. So, uh, excellent story yesterday. I think a lot of key points of Krunal Pandya's uh, debut, KL Rahul and uh, Dhawan's return to form. So, overall, a very, very good match for the Indian team. Yeah, really good. And like I said before, I thought I was going to... Because watching India is like watching my beloved Leicester. There's always pressure. Uh, you never know until the la uh, last wicket or last uh, minute of the game. Um, but once the game started, I wanted them to do well and, you know, to win the series. Uh, but um, a brilliant batting performance, like you said. Um, but also, uh, in terms of the bowling, um, you know, You've got a local boy there that made his debut that was not in my um, thoughts, and you know I've not heard too much about him. But you'll be able to tell me tell me a lot more about him. Uh, I was wrongly probably surprised that he was in the first eleven. But were you surprised with uh, Krishna's debut? And can you tell us a little bit more about the young man and why isn't he playing for RCB and he's playing for Kolkata? Yeah, I mean, uh, the last question, I think, is uh, something that can be answered only by the management because uh, they don't seem to be picking too many players from Karnataka. But, I mean, to be honest, Prasad Krishna has been a very good performer for Karnataka in the domestic circuit. Um, you know, with uh, with the likes of uh, Mithun also there. Obviously, Vinay Kumar and Srinath Arvind have retired. So, um, it, it's come down to the likes of Mithun, uh, Prasad Krishna, uh, newbie like Vaishab Vijay Kumar, V. Kaushik. Uh, we've got some really, really good talent in the Karnataka circuit. But Prasid Krishna is the one who generates that sort of pace along with Abhimanyu Mithun. So, uh, he's been around for quite some time. I think, uh, although he's very young, uh, he's obviously played for the Kolkata Knight Riders in the IPL. And um, after that 2019 season, I think uh, Virat Kohli specifically mentioned in one, um, one particular uh, I, I think it was a press con a post match uh, uh, presentation where he said that Prasid Krishna is someone who will be looking to sort of uh, get into the Indian team. And since then, there's always been chatter about when he'll really make that jump from uh, just playing domestic cricket to uh, debut, making his debut. But to be very honest, I think I was I was I was seriously surprised that he did play the first uh, ODI mm. itself because I thought India will want to you know sort of. Um, uh, make sure that they don't have any early roadblocks in the series. Uh, they want to play a fairly straightforward 11 and uh, then sort of look to experiment in the remaining two games. But uh, good on the team management. I think good on Kohli that he trusted Prasid and uh, the fact that he made a terrific comeback, you know, after being thwarted for 37 runs from the first three overs, he came back to price out four wickets and, uh, you know, uh, the best figures on debut for uh, for a baster in ODI. So, I think uh, great uh, that Prasad Krishna has tasted success early on. Um, also good to see that he's rushing the batsman. I think that's fantastic for a yeah. pace bowler. And uh, he'll only grow strength to strength from here. I mean, I was really impressed that he was consistently bowling at 140 plus. Is this something that he does on a regular basis? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, he's, he's always been a very, very quick bowler. Uh, he's demonstrated that in the domestic circuit as well. And I think that's a major reason for his success. Um, India, we haven't had too many extremely quick bowlers uh, like how England have with Archer and Wood. And uh, I think if Prasad Krishna manages to uh, sort of get the right um, guidance and 
you know, try and channel his line length a lot better. Um, he can certainly prove to be one of those uh, genuine quicks that we've uh, wanted to have for a long, long time. I, you know, it goes back to what we said earlier. I mean, what are we going to do with all this talent that can't get into the top 11? Because, you know, we found this young man, I think he's in the mid-20s, um, that I was surprised that was playing yesterday, but quite justified his selection. But then you got the likes of Shami, Bumra, we saw the return of Bowie, then we got uh, Natrajan, Saini, Siraj. Um, the list is endless, uh, which is fantastic, absolutely fantastic. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just... Unbelievable. I think even the comms here were saying, you know, the, the conveyor belt of talent that keeps coming, it's just um, unbelievable and unprecedented, I don't think. Even if you look back to all the big nations, uh, you know, Australia dominated cricket for a long time, then you had the West Indies, but it wasn't a conveyor belt that they were turning out, that they had two, three teams that were good enough to hold their own in international cricket. This is really unusual, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, that's what the IPL has done. You know, all these players come out of the IPL. How many times have we seen, um, you know, other teams sort of managing to fish out this much of talent? I think Australia have been able to do so because of the Big Bash League. But I think West Indies, in some sense, have have, have been forced to stick to their old players because um, the CPL hasn't been as successful as the Big Bash League or the IPL. And to be very honest, I think Indian media comes under too much criticism and sometimes selectors are forced to pick some players uh, in the squad because of uh, the demand that is there from the fans because that's never going to die down otherwise. So, I think uh, picking the guys like Rahul Devadia, Prasad Krishna, Ishan Kishan um, has all been from the IPL and uh, obviously it's very, very good signs that uh, they are being trained to face such bowling in the IPL uh, which means that they are ready and uh, they can gear up for any challenge when they come to the international level. So, fantastic to see again uh, youngsters doing well and uh, this can only mean good things for the future of Indian cricket. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll see um, how, the, um, as you know, the 100 is starting here, um, the ECB's new tournament, and we'll see what sort of impact it has uh, for English cricket. Uh, but we'll know in a couple of years' time. <coughs> Excuse me. But one player I did want to ask you about um, is one that wasn't, you know, we, we've talked about, and he struggled yesterday, uh, Kuldeep. Um, is this a carry-on over from what happened in the IPL and then the Australian series? Um because he did struggle yesterday. Yeah, I, I don't think Kuldeep's um, having the greatest of years. You know, obviously, uh, he didn't have a great IPL season. He was overlooked uh, during the Australian tour. He played just the one ODI, if my memory serves me right. Um, and then, obviously, uh, he didn't feature in the Test Series at all. Um, it's It's been a very, very hard, uh, hard sort of a couple of months for Kuldeep Yadav, you know, given the fact that he's um, he's not played much cricket, obviously. Uh, he's he's someone who's got a lot of variety. Uh, you know, uh, left-arm wrist spin bowlers aren't uh, premium. You don't find them growing on trees. But having said that, Kuldeep hasn't really um, had too many opportunities. I'm not sure if that's because of the fact that uh, uh, the Indian team is pretty much comfortable with having Chahel and Sundar and off late, you know, Krunar Pandya and Aksar Patel and obviously Ravindra Jadeja. But uh, Kuldeep Yadav offers that variation. Unfortunately, he hasn't been back to come good. Uh, he hasn't got too many opportunities. And even yesterday, you know, he um, he did look like, uh, you know, Moin Ali was playing him out very easily. Uh, you know, he was bowling short far too often or, you know, tossing it up very easily for the batsman to play him out. So, uh, apart from from maybe two or three deliveries, which really tested the English batsman, he was otherwise very playable. And um, unfortunately, that's not done him any good. And 
hopefully he is back but uh, given that chahal is waiting in the waiting on the sidelines that uh, he was benched yesterday um, kuldeep yadav might need to again be the scapegoat to uh, accommodate chahal in the 11 yeah yeah and he is under pressure uh, but um, and like you said um, types of uh, the bowler he is they don't grow in trees and we'll see if he can come back and we'll see if he can stay with uh, you know they can persevere with him in the next two games you know just to bring him back a little bit of confidence so he's back to his usual because that will be only good for indian cricket uh, but again um lots that we've covered and um there's a lot more cricket to come in the next couple of days as well and then we'll start the build up with the IPL it's you know it's 24/7 for you isn't it but it's fantastic yeah i mean i'm not complaining at all because uh, it's uh, we're truly blessed to sort of cover sports and uh, you know given that it's also a passion um i think there's a famous song as well which goes uh, you know i'm on vacation because i love my profession or something like that i think uh, it's it's a similar situation for me as well um i think if i sing now the number of downloads might just go down so i won't go down that route but uh, yeah well, i, I think i think it's only way to find out <laughs> no i think we might we shouldn't hinge our bets on not me singing because i have been demoted to a bathroom singer of sorts at home so i think we'll we'll keep away from that for now but uh, yeah i think honestly it's a blessing to be covering sports uh, 24/7 there's never a dull time in sports so and obviously always great to be chatting with you as well so uh, well, always keeps me on my toes <laughs> and i wanted to leave uh, today's show with a comment from uh, saikat uh, samantha hopefully i've pronounced your name right really cool stuff enjoying the conversation uh, prasan is brilliant i added the last bit in because i'm sure he would have added that bit in um to the comment but no uh, everybody's enjoying your uh, insight and um uh, knowledge that you bring to the show so thank you for that so um next two games um what do you think um 3-0 and we will go number 1 or more experimentation uh, expected from the indian boys yeah i think that's going to be a fair bit of experimentation um, you know obviously bhuvneshwar played all the t20is and uh, you know we might see someone like natarajan coming in to make sure that um, you know he also gets some game time um, i mean i i don't see too much of change in the batting unit although shreya sair might be ruled out of uh, the upcoming odis and also might miss the ipl is what we hearing um, and if rohit sharma is in fully fit that means we'll need a couple of changes up in the Uh, in the opening position as well um so we might see someone like rishab pant or even suryakumar yadav i think suryakumar yadav might make his debut in the next match at uh, um at the expense of shreya sayer so uh, we might only see a couple of changes but uh, i've got a feeling that uh, the whole squad might play uh, this at least one match in the series if uh, india go to nil up in the next match yeah and um like i said we know what the bench strength is so anybody coming in we know uh, the standard that they are going to be uh, bringing to the team there won't be any drop in that and in fact i saw a tweet from somebody yesterday about the uh, players that are not playing you know the likes of you meant we, we, we mentioned the tournament uh, the prithvi uh, had in the vijay and he couldn't make it into the squad and he got the shubnam uh it's it's a abundance of talent that we've got at the moment that we keep harking back on but it has to be mentioned uh but fantastic so much to look forward to again uh really good show um i hope uh, you stay safe and um things start to turn for the better 
back home. Uh, but um, you stay safe, my friend, and um, take care. And we'll catch up again on the next show. Thank you. Yep. Thanks for having me again. Lovely to chat with you. Take care. See you soon.